Quick intro today. My guest is Lewis Moulds. He has a podcast called Pang Stars with his co-host Shar Pang. Uh, They interview comedians and talk about astrology. It's uh, really fun and whimsical, and uh, I I think I'm going to be on it very soon. And... uh, we had I had a great time talking to Lewis and uh, getting to know him a little bit better. It's uh, like I keep saying I really like getting to talk to people in this long form format, and I really hope you guys are enjoying listening. Uh, so please enjoy episode thirteen of Outside the Party with Lewis Moltz. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Uh, right off the top, we were just chatting about sweaters. And sweaters. how incredible it is to have a freshly laundered sweater. Absolutely. Or uh, I think you may, you might have called it a jumper or something. I did call it a jumper, yeah. A jumper, yeah. Uh, I can't hear an accent and not do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I was just wanted to say that uh, the thing I love most about a freshly laundered uh, sweater or jumper mm-hmm. is especially the knit ones, like this one right here. Mm. When, you, when you get it freshly like fresh out of the laundry and the knits like tightened back up Ooh, you know yeah. and then you slip into it and it's a little tight you know and then you could just feel it like it, it's a little constricting but like that it's almost like it's hugging you a little bit yeah 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 oh gosh that's it joy it up over time yeah this one's this one's fresh on today and it's just like the, the cuffs are tightened up yeah yeah we you're talked trying, about you're trying to, before you, as well yeah <laughs> yes yes <laughs> we have a we had a long conversation sock. about socks. The, the reset time. Yeah. Some socks, especially knit socks as well. I got these socks which are mystery socks. I got them from my ex's house and she didn't claim them. She didn't know where they came from. Yes, this is the conversation so we had. So I had these like amazing socks, just like just good quality and they're good for a reset. You don't need to wash those after every every day. Yeah. Like that robustness to me. Just leave yeah. them out for a little bit. Yeah, good. Yeah, we were talking about like when you take off a sock. If you lay it out for for long enough, you know, usually a day. Yeah, like you can't, back. They, yeah, they they tighten back up, and then so when you put them back on, it's almost like a fresh sock. Like Ooh. it's got that, like we said with the knit, it's got that little bit of constricting Absolutely. feeling. It's uh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, if you look behind you, um, on the wall, you'll see the uh, the other people that I've had do it. I wanted to get everyone to do it, but oh, I keep forgetting. Interesting. So you take a page from that book, you pick any page, and you rip it out, and then you can write down whatever quote you want on it, oh, and sign it, and then it goes up on the wall. Huh. I like this room. It's very, um, I don't want to say like adolescent, because it sounds a bit uh, demeaning, but... No, it is. It, it does is. have that... It's like... got that childlike joy to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love this. Well, it, I put up all of my nerdy posters because like this is like a, a huge part of my personality, like the pers- the part that made me me. Yeah. And so, like, I just a- thought the, the for the aesthetic of the podcast, which like the oh, the, the shit, idea yeah. of it is outside the party. It's like the stuff that uh, that that the rough things that you went through, and like I was bullied a lot, and like because I was so nerdy, and now it's like me like re getting a chance to re own that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like, a, a, I don't want to say man cave, but it's like a man cave equivalent. Yeah. The man cave has much more of like a tragic edge. Mahogany, leather, uh, <laughs> cigars. and Budweiser uh, thing. Yeah. Like some other bullshit. Yeah. Not, but that, like if I had a bar in here with a keg, like I could do fresh pours, like that would be 
That'd incredible. Incredible. The Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. <laughs> the Nick Fernandez experience. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, I'll, I'll get right into the, the first question. Uh, just keep it light and airy uh, right off the top. Uh, tell me about the worst day of your life. Ooh. Worst day of my life? Hmm. There's, there's two contenders for it. There's two contenders for it. Well, I'm guessing they're both great stories, so lay them on me. Uh, the worst day of my life. Mm, probably. It was a it, it was a breakup, but it was a breakup where I was like at my weakest. Hmm. So I had uh, a little condition called vertigo. Are Ooh. you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. The teacher had vertigo. Yeah. yeah. It was. Um, Oh, there's another really bad day as well, but I don't know if I want to commit it to recording. Because <laughs> it's like it was like it was like oh it was it was rough. Uh, we'll save that rough. one for next time then. <sighs> I kind of want to say it, but it's just very. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is the this is the radio friendly bad day. So I had vertigo, right? So yeah. I was off work. I'd lost my sense of balance. Yeah. Like labyrinthitis. I couldn't walk straight. I had um, motion sickness, nausea. So I was like laid out in bed for like a week and I hadn't like shaved in that. And uh, I got a text from my then girlfriend uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to, I need to go to, to have a shit. Let me go and read it on, on there so I save it when I go to the toilet and I read it and it's just like oh, oh it's a long one right it was a long text like I don't think this is working out so I'm just sitting there on the toilet just being like oh this is the worst shit of all time oh. that, was, that was pretty bad oh god yeah cause it, cause it was did just... you really have to shit too I did yeah yeah so like it was feeling good well, you like, know how like there, there was a physical sensation of pleasure. Yeah. An emotional sense of complete yeah. and utter pain. <laughs> it was like, obviously, you got to check your phone while you're on the toilet. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, you know... Um, are, you a, are you a phone game person? Like, no. do you, I don't understand that. Really. Like, I, I'm, I really don't play any games on my phone. Um, occasionally I'll dabble in like words with friends. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's like, different, like, like, but, but gaming. just with people that I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I was telling this to my family over the weekend that I get actively angry on public transit when I see people playing like word games or, or stuff. Candy Crush. All right. Like everyone's yeah, playing yeah. that or whatever version of that it is. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> When people play that, uh, what what is it? Uh, maybe it's called Wordscapes or something. It's yeah. the one where it's like there's like a a, a round wheel of letters, mm. and then there's like a a Scrabble board or like a crossword, okay. and you have to like it using those same letters. You have to make as many words as possible. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. That angers you. Watching other people play it. Oh right, right, right. Makes me so <laughs> yeah frustrated and angry. Like, oh, you know, I when you look down that. at people's phones, like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you yeah. just see them, it's like, uh, very, <laughs> just V-E-R-Y, but it's right there. How are you, not, you're doing every, like, 14 times? Because Scrabble, you got the Y and the V there, and that's yeah. a nice word to use. Every, ev- just, I get just play the word every. <laughs> I get frustrated at the, whatever Andy plays, where Andy, Andy Elgerter, shout out to Andy Elgerter, uh-huh. he plays that 
like I don't know what it is. It's like some like sh- shooting thing, like not League of Legends, but like something, some bullshit. Like, and I see him playing, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's such it's, a time suck, and like you can't really so get unfun. much. On. Yeah, it doesn't. At even least with the words really thing, you you're thinking because Dino plays yeah. some kind of words. Yeah, word you, he's a words with friends guy. Yeah, right? and I kind of respect that in a way. He doesn't frustrate me when he when he plays it because no, he's, he's very. Quite have you ever played against him? No, he is. He 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 hurt my ego <laughs> when I played against him. Oh, I tell you what's a good game. Actually, we should play this um, with people. Words that follow. It's a game where you get a randomly generated um, image and you have to make up the funniest caption for it. And then what happens is you vote on the on the funniest one and then you go through like different rounds and the winner is the one with the most points. Oh, that's fun. That would actually be it's, it's like uh, It's like, what do you mean? That That's like the tabletop version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. So you have like different things like, oh, like... Um, Write this as like a PS uh, as a public service announcement. Oh, okay, or, so there's um, different like themes. Yeah, or like an advertisement. So you get a randomly generated image from like uh, image archive thing. And so it could be literally anything. Yeah. Um, that's fun. We should do that. That sounds like that does sound like fun. Wow. So what made you first get into stand up? Seeing someone do it and they weren't very good, and I was like, fucking hell, that should be me. I could, I could do that. I could use this time yeah, better. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, just doing it... Because just, like, do, doing, like, shit jobs and not really having any, like, purpose or anything like that. As soon as I was like, this could be a thing I can do. I can be a comedian. There's, like, an existential dread which you just, like, lift it off. Like, as long as you've got something that you're working towards. Because I've always wanted to do... Yeah, you had a solidified goal and a passion. Yeah. I was always kind of, like... I was stagnating for a little bit, just, like, doing sort of, like, shit service industry jobs and just, like... Like... Floating around. It was, like, call center shit, specifically. Mm. Because it was, like, a... um, Not a good... I did. I sort of spunked like twenty grand on a English degree, and it didn't get me spunked. What I thought it would get me, so I was just like everyone else, to be honest, oh like God, in the UK, just at the fucking workhouse that is the call center because that's where you can get a job. And I was just doing that, and I was like, oh, I want to do some creative stuff. Like, I'm, I'm were you go- calling people in the UK? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... I was thinking that's a huge missed opportunity if they don't, like, contract, like, people in the UK to do their call center stuff here. Because I feel like you would get, like, an extra, you know, 15 seconds pitch time with the the British accent. Like, like... Oh, you mean, like, cold calling? Yeah, yeah. people wouldn't... customer service, so it would be idiots phoning in for, like, bank stuff or, Uh, like... I eventually got to, like, the best level of call center... Jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's but a hierarchy. Still, oh yeah, there absolutely is. Yeah. Oh my um, god. But it was still like shit. Like I got lots of like holiday and that, but it was just like trash. Just not like on a on a like creative level. Just like not doing anything that I could be like proud of or enjoyed. So when I was like shit, I could I could do stand up comedy. It was like finally. It doesn't matter what job I'm doing as long as I have this other thing. That right. I can focus on. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It gives a... No matter what you're doing, I guess there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And you yeah. can just say, I'm a comedian, and that's yeah. like... Um, you know, it It just gives you some kind of, like, identity. It, yeah. Some kind yeah. of purpose. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, 
it, it gives you a sense of uh, belonging as well. It's like this is the group I'm yeah. a part of, right? But like that only really came into play when I moved here. Yeah. So like I started in the UK. In Europe, they're not as, uh, I guess, stereotypically in my mind, they're not as like preoccupied with what everyone's career is. Like for here, mm, like like in, yeah. in North America, uh, it's it's much more like people jump to the facts like what do you do? Yeah. Like that's like really early in the conversation they'll ask you what you do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like because then they can sort of categorize you. It's like mm. then, okay, you're that. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, at least with like my cousins in Italy, is it's it's more they they they're interested in what what are what do you what are you passionate about mm. like what what do you like to do right yeah. and then the, like later on it's like oh also what do you do for work yeah right it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the the spanish way of doing things which is like you know you you close at lunchtime because it's just too hot to work and it's about like doing the least amount of work possible and just like living life and it's like that attitude I like it a lot. Like, it's a very... Because um, it's, like, prioritizing just, like, living in, like, family and just doing... Just being comfortable over everything else. Whereas in Toronto, specifically, it's, uh, yeah, hustle, grind. Yeah. Like... Yeah. A lot of people are, are very much in In the in UK, that. it's very... Um, everyone's in kind of in the same boat. Everyone's in the same sort of shit boat, and you just sort of, like, get on with things that way. So I think it's less about what you do I don't really recall it being very uh, like career do, oriented do you see the li- same level of I guess overall happiness there as you do here I think there is there's a little bit of like a freedom to being like everything sucks we're all in it so it's like camaraderie yeah a little bit yeah so I don't know if, if people are happier there or here I think people have like a People are more in tune with being miserable in the UK. So it's like... But, like, in that, there's, like, they're, a, there's they're like, better a freedom. At dealing with it. Yeah, there's, like, a freedom. Whereas, like, here, you ask if someone's okay, and it's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, like, working on my screenplay or something. Like, people here can't be as in tune with their miserableness because, again, like, you know, having to put on, like, a, like a brave face or, like, you know, being ambitious, grinding, etc. There's no room to be sort of like sad mm. in a way I think or less kind of like there's less of an identity in being sad it's always much more like optimistic yeah and there's always like a way to to kind of deal with it or like well that, that must give you a good framework for approaching stand-up though yeah. because like every time you're going in and you're about to go on stage you you have to be okay with the fact that like this might not go well yeah. <laughs> like, like you always have to be be like that, that's got to be a real possibility in your head that's like yeah there's a good chance that this is not going to be be good yeah. this is not going to be fun i love that though you're going to be love, very uncomfortable i, I love it, gambling you, you know 100% no, it's gambling, gambling right yes. right it's it's random uh it's like when they do that uh those those uh experiments on on mice and rats mm. that like they'll do 
more a thing more if the reward is randomized. Yes. Like if there's a predictable response to the thing they're doing, they'll eventually get bored of it. Oh, but if you if you keep if you they keep doing that thing, yeah. but they don't know when they're gonna get rewarded for it. Yeah, yeah. That they'll keep doing it even more often. Yeah, I like to I like to sort of. And that's stand up. That's a lot. That's gambling, right? Yeah. Like every like I I I want to kill. I want to do really well, yeah. but. At the same time, I probably, <laughs> in a higher light, yeah. there's a higher chance that it will not go that I like way. to say it's uh, stand-up is like high-risk, medium reward. <laughs> like, so, the stakes are high, but the uh, the reward you know, the is so can medium. be sometimes all right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, so medium. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, I, I mentioned this on the podcast before, but like one of my favorite things is when you do r- really well at a show mm. and you're outside or you're by the door and people are walking out and they walk, they walk by and they shake your hand, right? Mm. And you're standing with your other comedian friends and they shake your hand and they're like, you were really good, yeah. right? And then they turn to the guy next to you and they go, oh, you were good too. <laughs> and then they walk away, right? <laughs> it makes me so happy because I, I feel like... Because I like I did well, right? Like yeah, so that yeah, yeah. the compliment makes yeah. me feel good, but that they didn't, and they just got that bullshit like compliment. So the gravity of you, yeah. Like, like so, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. in terms of relativity, like I feel so much better because they feel so much worse, right? But I also feel even like the, there's another level like where I feel even better when they take that that like oh you were good too as a real compliment. Ooh, and you know it's bullshit, right? But you can tell that they're like they they felt it is in like a positive way, like they 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 actually felt like thought it was a you revel in oh you revel in misery oh. and like I kind of feel that honestly, uh. like you have this sort of sense I'm a generally like positive person, yeah, like no, I don't communicate this to people, <laughs> but like you, you know you, like there's little things like like where it's like mm, it's delicious, oh, like, <laughs> when it's like tense and awkward, and it's like yeah you. you but you have when, same... when, when someone's like when it's tense and awkward and it, it's so funny to me when it's tense and awkward and someone's completely out of touch yeah, yeah like yeah. they're not oh, so good. they're not on the same they, they don't understand yeah. what's happening <laughs> oh god that makes me feel so happy oh uh, so a little frustrated a little angry yeah, yeah but yeah. the joy in, in, in the in the I'm, the irony I'm wondering the like what what kind of trait that is because obviously like I do a, a podcast about astrology yeah and it would be interesting once we get you on the show plug the like name plug the name and Pang stuff. stars yeah. P-A-N-G stars Astro- where a common comedy and astrology collide or something yeah I don't know <laughs> but like but again, you work in marketing <laughs> when you get into the different like planets and that and you try and like work out these traits of people because it's like psychology but psychology is kind of for losers yeah. astrology is easy to make fun of but once you get into the because people are like oh you're just trying to generalize people into these 12 categories uh-huh. but when you get into the different planets and you and you look at the different um traits that people has have it actually shows you how nuanced and uh, unique different people are right and i know you're a sagittarius uh-huh. so i'm impressed that you remember that the host of the podcast is also a sagittarius and she also shares that like revelry in people and people's like foibles and people's like 
Um, well, isn't like Sagittarius? This is me with n- really no research on the subject. Just mm-hmm. like occasional reading articles where it's like Sagittarius. Uh, that's yeah, um, is that we like uh, like to have we we like joy. We like having yes. fun. Yes. It's like we we don't like to take things too seriously. Exactly. We yeah. we enjoy just being like living life the 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 uh the freewheeling poet of the zodiac i think it's cool oh yeah that that, Traveling, that resonates uh do now ask questions later mm. they're up for the adventure and yeah. and that's and that's the interesting thing when you when you get into these things because it's interesting because I, I i relate to that but i'm also i also like to have control and plan things mm. but I, i'm not like planning in the details i just like to have like this is how we're going to approach this thing mm. we can we can wiggle around within that but like th- i'm going to follow this path yeah. I'm gonna leave boundaries for 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 improvisation, yeah. but like I, this is the things I'm going to do. Yeah, but right? that's the that, that's why I'm interested to like get into in, into different planets in that because mm-hmm. do you know what time you were born? I think like five o'clock. Okay, cool. Because then you have you confirm can, with my mom. You can confirm what the rising sign is, which is like a sort of secondary sign. You have the moon as well, which is how you are like personally or behind closed doors to people you know well. Mm-hmm. And your Mercury as well, which I find is interesting, is like in in communication. So that's your communication style, how you like to, you know, um, dialogue with people. So yeah. each planet has a different meaning and it has a different like uh, trait to it. So it would be interesting to see what yours is, uh-huh. given that. Um, well, I, I like uh, I like communicating. I I'm learning a lot just by hosting this podcast because mm-hmm. uh, it's something I'm trying to work towards is listening without planning my response, right? Because uh, because I have that comedian brain, and this is this is a strength on stage, is a strength as a comedian. Yeah. That no matter what you're listening to, it's like oh, I can say this. Mm. right so if you're doing crowd work whatever if you're like you're you're, you're taking in information like you yeah. already have the joke yeah I, I, like when they're halfway through the sentence you have the joke right so you could time it perfectly yeah. right um but in conversation that's not you don't get all the information that way right, right. like you're if you're always thinking about your response you're you can you can steamroll people yeah. you can you can like put uh, i guess uh, impose your opinion before anyone else has a chance to give theirs. Mm. So what I'm trying to do is slow down and just when, when you're speaking or whoever I'm interviewing, whoever I'm speaking to, I want them to finish their, their statement, finish what they, what they want to say. Right. And then process and then give my, my response. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's awkward when you're used to, like, immediately responding. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've come to realize that I still have a really quick mind. Yeah. So it's not, it might be two, three seconds. Right. Like, like yeah. in, in between. It's like, we can live with that dead air. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on the stand-up side, uh, do you remember your worst bomb on stage? Um, worst bomb... Uh, yeah, there's, there's been a few trash ones, which is like, there's only even like a few people in the audience though, yeah. whenever it's been, I'm not, I'm not like bombs to a massive crowd. Yeah, I, I, I guess, the I, first... I, I, I think that's my, something I could also say is that when there's been like a decent audience, like there's people there, Yeah. 
I've never really completely shit the bed. Yeah, the worst... You might have a joke that doesn't go well, but, like, the overall... (laughs) The worst one was was my first set when I went back to the UK. And this was the very first show that I ever did. I went back, triumphant return. The prodigal son is here. He's going to fucking kill this shit. I was at the back of the room just thinking, like, man, these guys are trash. I'm going to fucking kill this shit with jokes tested in front of comedians like five nights a week and it was the second interval some guy before me was all loud and like with an accent and stuff and uh it was not terrible but it just didn't hit the same way they weren't ready to hear like jokes of my like demeanor and that yeah and it just didn't like hit it just, um, it was not american like, style stand-up right i didn't like it was just British trash. Like, British stand-up is fucking trash. English stand-up is trash. Scotland is funny, Ireland is funny, but English... Isn't that a I lot of, like, message and, and oration? <laughs> Occasional laughs? Like, like that's what I've heard. It, it's more, uh, like, the this... I've heard this on several podcasts by, by uh, famous comedians. people. Like, but, mean about people. Like, it just didn't have any... It was a lot of punching down, and obviously in like Toronto, you can't do people that. don't go for that, no. and it's like, but you know, the, the only way you can was... do a joke that in that vein is if it's deep into your set, and you've already developed a a, a relationship with the crowd, like they trust you. Yes, right. Like exactly. you need to have that uh, rapport in order to be able to. I I misread the crowd completely, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was it was the worst home because it was like everyone came out to see me and then when I came off stage I was just like oh that was that was fucking trash and they're like no you did good I was like no like it wasn't good like I, I do stand up you can't punch down to people and trying to do this and that and it was just pathetic because I was coming up with these like excuses you were blaming the audience too yeah I, well I was like blaming myself because I didn't um, tune into their fucking stupid ugly faces so well that's what it comes with experience is being able to which is something that i'm i'm mildly okay at yeah, now yeah. it is is being able to look at, at like and be in, stand in the back room listen to the, the last before you get up yeah. there and be able to read the crowd yeah be like oh, okay Absolutely. this is what this is what they're feeling and then yeah. going up and doing that yeah right uh but it, it's like that's just something we need to yeah fucking just like do was, more and more a, shows. It was a hard act to follow because yeah. the guy before was like getting laughs, but it was like laughs off like dumb shit. And I should have just like brought out some dumb shit because I was waiting for. Oh, it was just like a lot of things. But then I did a uh, good. Well, set. you also had people coming out to see you, so you wanted to be like, "Hey, this is my smart material. Yeah. Like, like let me impress you yeah, with my exactly. intellect, right?" So I didn't want to like change it up that much because I wanted to actually do what I'm doing, and rather than do because you know, like when you think like. Oh, this seems like quite like a, a easy, lowbrow, um, simple joke. But people laugh at that. People like that sort of thing. And you're like, oh, I guess what I think is funny and interesting doesn't get the big laugh. Yeah. So it's like you have to try and balance that. But yeah, it did not go well for a lot of reasons. Because I was trying to like be have some integrity to myself rather than try and like you know, pandas are like stupid shit. But yeah. I did do another set which was like more of like an arts crowd and that went great. 
because it was like they got the references and then I was like validated by it. I was like yes that's how it's meant to go so then I sent it to my parents I was like look like forget the trash I did last week this is this is it this is like what I do and they're like oh yeah that's that's better yeah <laughs> really just o- overflowing with co- the compliments eh yeah because it was like um, yeah they were just like oh you seem much more confident <laughs> I, was like, I was confident because the people weren't they was they were smart. They were my people. They were arts people. You know, it was a, it was a mixed crowd. They got references and stuff. Perfect. Whereas the other one was was not. So, yeah, that was my worst bomb. Well, let's ride that uh, that wave to its peak then. Tell me about your best kill. Your best be- kill. Yeah. Probably the first set I ever did actually. <laughs> Wow, the, you're still chasing that dragon. Oh yeah, it was it was great. I I even brought back one of the jokes because um, I went back to Nottingham for like went back to the UK for a couple of weeks and I did the first I, um, first show I ever did because um, the very first set I did was was amazing. Like I loved it. It was it it got a really good response. Um, probably the best set I ever did was uh, Luke Chidoba's show. Because uh, ru- today ru- tonight now? No, the one at SoCat. Cause oh, okay. Rush had to go home early, so he made me the headliner, and I did like seventeen minutes of like. There was a lady in the crowd with a hat, and she kept interrupting like, Tom Bard and uh, and he like put her in a um, in a place pretty well, and then I went up and she just kept like interrupting, but I kept like going back at her, working and stuff, and that was great. That was a really good set. That's fine. And Toronto style as well. When we had the... Um, yeah, a couple of times there. It's been pretty good. That's cool. That's dope. That's dope. Mm. So what... Uh, at this point in doing stand-up, what, what, do you, what do you love most about it? How difficult it is. Because it's like a it's, a... it's a... You get... It's difficult, but you get feedback from it like it's very it's immediate response right the rewards are there and it's like a constant thing where it's like you're working at it and then you try something out and it's like you know yeah it's like gambling in a way but you can increase your odds just by preparing and doing your research sometimes you can just like wing it just be like yeah fuck it like black sometimes those are those are fun sets like when you when you don't even think about your jokes before you get on stage, you just get on, you yeah. just walk on and you're just like, yeah. you look out at the crowd, you take like a second and you're just like, okay, let's do this. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. and you just let it happen. That's fun. It's, it, it can be somewhat unpredictable as well. Yeah. And I like the... It's a little terrifying though. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. second before you like, like, have you ever had it when you're like about to say something and then your mind just blanks for a second and you're just like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then like you, you panic for a second, but then you like... At, at this point, like, I have faith that something will come, yeah. so then I, I just kind of sit in it for a second. I, I like the... Make a funny face. I <laughs> like the, 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 the riffing on the spot and, and the, like, um, uh, spontaneous spontaneity of it. And I like the fact that it can be, depending on your mood or whatever, some shit you can just, like, you can just pull it out of the bag and you just be in the mode for it. And then other times you just, like, you have, like, a big meal before... Um, you had a weird day or something, too high or whatever, yeah. and you just, like, can fuck it up, so... There's a lot of, like, different things to it, but 
mainly it's just like very intellectually stimulating. You can, it's very involved. You yeah. can use a lot of yourself to it and you get the rewards back. And it's a thing which is constantly like um, working on yeah. stuff as well. So I also it's like consuming. That, it's, yeah. it's very like, it, yeah, it's all it consuming, hits a yeah. lot of different boxes. Yeah. I also like that no matter how crappy I'm feeling, if I go do a set, I'll feel better afterwards. Mm. Like, I won't feel, like, the best. Like, yeah. I, that's not a guaranteed. But, like, no matter how I'm feeling right now, after I go on stage, I will feel better than right now. Yeah. Right? I, I, I like that, like, that's... Because there's, that's there's that, like, dopamine hit of, like, the the, yeah. the last... But there's also, like... It's endorphins, the cortisol levels, because you're a little bit stressed in the moment. Yeah. Like, but then there's that relief, that release yeah. after you know you're done. And it's like different levels to it. So you have like the simple release of like getting a laugh and the reward, but then you also have like the intellectual like working out stuff. And yes, like, something the, that you're working on. It finally you made something up, and it's it, you created something, right? Yeah, like. Uh, heady but like you you created art yeah like you know something it's from amazing. inside came outside and it's being appreciated right? i love it it's yeah. amazing yeah it's a lot it's it's such a fun endeavor it really is fun how do we meet do you remember mm, maybe hawaii bar maybe yeah you you're one of those people where i can't like peg when we met because we met and then we just never stop seeing each other <laughs> like, like li- twice a week probably we see each other like yeah like so like seeing you at, like yeah. a thing and yeah being like, oh this guy again yeah <laughs> let's converse yeah yeah and then so like it's like wh- when you when it's like when you see someone infrequently you can be like you can segment the interactions you've had exactly, in your head yeah, yeah. and then it's like oh the earliest one i had is that whereas yeah. with you it's like i don't know i started stand up and then i saw you and then I just never stopped seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Hawaii bar. Yeah, probably something I like that. I remember someone, I, th- I think you had a conversation with someone else, and they're like, oh, how long have you done it for? And you were like, two months. And I'm like, wow, that's really good. So I think that was probably the first time. Yeah, that would be. That would make it January or yeah. something. Or I was like, damn, this I- guy's pretty good for two months in. Fuck him. Who is this fucking, I, like, I, I, self-assured, like, yeah. all confident and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was, I, I was it was all bravado because I was so scared that people would make fun of me. <laughs> but it, it's like you know, I, I'm glad that it, it, it achieved the thing that I yeah. wanted it to. No, I now I I'm a little bit more it. chill because like I don't need to, I don't feel the need to like yeah. impose my will, and so like I am, fu- I'm funny. It's like yeah. and prove it, like because it's like I've done enough that I like. People get insecure when someone new is good. Which is 100%. Funny. And I feel that too. Like when I see someone yeah, that's like, so like he, I felt this recently with the, you know, Fatty Nassar. Yeah. Like he's like, he's pretty new, but like what, I see him on stage and he fucking murdered. Like yeah, I've yeah. seen him kill like several times. Right. Yeah. And the, it's like, it's like he just started, but like he's also lived a life. <laughs> exactly. He yeah. also has something to talk about. Right. Uh-huh. Whereas like me, it's like, I'm, I have to like, you know, regularly resize the measuring stick I'm using because it's like I'm also only 22 like I haven't done that much in my life like so so in in terms of stand-up it's like a lot of my stuff is going to be observational and like and and a little bit more more silly and and just by nature of the fact that like I don't have a lot to talk about in my own life yet Mm. like I haven't like accomplished 
enough to say like this is a lot of a lot of my life is worth commentary yet mm. right whereas if you the a lot of people get a lot better as at stand up as they they go through life because yeah. it's like you just have more years of accumulated experience that mm. you can like draw from in order to commentate exactly on yeah. whatever topic it is and you need right? to actually like live alive as well like you can't just do because I was when you first start you think it's a like, Pete yeah, quote you gotta live ten, a life worth commenting 10 shows on. a week I'm gonna fucking like grind it out yeah. like I did 50 in a week and I was like yeah that's a fucking achievement but then it's like no you just do some other shit like, yeah, you need to take a couple nights life. off and like go hang out with your non-comedian friends Absolutely. or go go like, do something go, go do an activity I do maybe like three if that sometimes like one a week Sometimes a bit more because I don't really feel the need to do it as much, which yeah. is weird. I I I I do like probably four or five a week at this yeah. point, but like those other nights, I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, like it's very rare that I'll just stay home for yeah. a night. Yeah, I got through phases of doing it. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes I really wanna. I feel like oh I'm not I'm not being that being said there's some some weeks where I go on stage and I'm like I don't feel funny at all yeah and then I just still force myself and like yeah, yeah. that like if it's not the first show second maybe the, it'll probably be the third or fourth mm. third or fourth show that I'll finally feel funny again yeah I like to make sure things are balanced maybe it's a Libra thing I don't know but like, I like to make sure that if, stars if like, <laughs> if like one week I've I've done like none and I've not really been like um suffering enough I'll be like fuck it tonight I'm gonna go do the bucket show and like wait after like doing two of the shows I'm really just gonna like stress myself out because I need it like sometimes mm-hmm. I need to like go through like high endurance like times and then other weeks it's like no I wanna have a hot chocolate and chill <laughs> I wanna just you know go for a I don't really go for walks what do I do Go for a row, you know? Yeah. Have you got any more water? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll run and grab you uh, another one. I need to go to the toilet. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go, go for it. Uh, it's uh, yeah, down the stairs. And, and uh, um, if you go to the... Uh... All right. And we're back. And we're off. This is going to be part unboxing video now, because I just got uh, an Amazon package delivered. Let's pop this baby open. This will be super uninteresting to the viewers, but you will enjoy this purchase. Got myself a new tripod, because I uh, left mine at a show, and I don't feel like going back for it, because it was starting to get a little ratty. That's kind of disappointing, honestly. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You're excited, you're more Tripods excited. Tripods don't interest me. No, no. I'll be real. Really? I've got to be real with Ooh, you. But look, it comes in a nice little case. All right, fine. <laughs> Uh, but 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 this I'm is. I'm more interested the, in the in the Yeti mic. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm. But yeah. look, it's so pretty. The surface. Ask the me about one. my my nouns. You know, <laughs> like table and. Uh, yeah. And Yeti. Yeah. Mic. You I like like the things that exist a little bit more. I guess Yeti mic is a proper noun, but still. Yeti mic. Yeah. Yeah. It is a Yeti, isn't it? Blue Yeti. Yes, it is. It's the Yeti from Blue. But I'm excited about this. This looks this looks nice. I think I'm gonna have some fun with this uh, this tripodi. Well, I've tuned out. I'm I'm uh, checking. The <laughs> yeah, you're checking the. Uh, yeah. We need we need you, you, you are a, you are Germany and Croatia to beat Belarus and Slovakia. 
Um, that sounds doable. That's what we need. I don't. I don't think Belarus and Slovakia have a reputation. Let's hope so. Yeah. I, I bitched out of a bet yesterday. Like I could have made three hundred, but I cashed out at one fifty because I wasn't sure that Switzerland were going to score against Georgia. Ah. Uh-huh. And they did. They so did you love score. football, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. I I cannot bring myself to watch it. Are you a sport guy though, in general? Uh, peripherally. I wouldn't categorize myself as a sporting man. I okay. uh, um, I have a few sports that I enjoy, but only really when it's high stakes, like playoffs. Oh, I, right, like yeah. like it, like if, if if I'm like I like watching hockey, but yeah, I I'm not religious about it. Like I won't I won't watch every single game. Yeah. If if I happen to have a free like few hours and it's on and it and the time sync up, yeah, I'll watch a game. But like mm. um. When playoffs come around, it's like I enjoy going out, going out to a bar and having chicken you like wings. The occasion of it. I I like the the vibe. I like the ritual of it. Mm. Right, like I I like the I don't just like the thing. I like the things that surround it. Like I I like the communal aspect. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I I like um. It's hard. I like doing to... things with with other people. Right, like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. that's the thing I if really you're enjoy. Sports though, like it, if the World Cup comes around, everyone loves the fucking World yeah, Cup because 100%. everyone's like. I remember, um, Especially in Canada, because it gives you a different sense of identity for a lot of people. Yeah. Because you yeah. can you can actually you have, you get a chance to be, um, more vocal about your background. Right. right? Like yeah. like, uh, when World Cup comes around, it's like I'm fucking Italian. Like <laughs> like you, you know like I, I I've heard that like, I'm gonna have a flag. <laughs> like, yeah. The uh, the host of the pod, Shaw Pang Pang Stars. Um, she was saying how Toronto is the best city to watch the World Cup in because it's the most like, diverse. Yeah. It's the most diverse city, so everyone, whatever game is on, there'll be someone with a flag driving down. Beeping. You know where you uh, where when this comes around, we should we should really when when is it? Twenty uh, twenty is it twenty tw- no it was two thousand no twenty twenty two. That's when the World Cup is. Is it okay? Well, um, the the place the that the play, the best place I went to watch a game in the city was at the Cafe Diplomatico on uh, on oh, on yeah, college yeah. because they have an outdoor patio yeah. and they have this massive wall where they bring a screen down and they project the game on this wall outside. So it's incredible because like yeah. y- you have all of these people, you're all eating pizza or or sipping like a, a beer or wine or whatever, yeah. like having pasta. Um, at this Italian place, but there's this massive wall playing the game. So and then so the the cheers there when when like anything happens and Italy is playing yeah. are fucking raucous, right? Yeah. And it just it's it's a great sense of belonging to be be in that group. It's the be um it's a mob mentality almost, but it's it's yeah. very fun. It's the be Ooh, that's a that, that joke has layers. <laughs> it's a mob mentality. So I it was uh, so yeah. Shouts out to Italy for helping me uh, win some fucking cash. Yeah, good job, it. Giovanni. Mm. I assume there's a Giovanni on the team. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's a safe bet. That there's like if you had to put like an over under, it's like I'm gonna put all my money on Giovanni being on the team. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, let's come to our last couple questions. There, there are some of my favorites. That's why I saved them for the end. So uh, morbid start to the question, but set, like positive finish. Uh, if you were to die tomorrow, 
what could you say in your life uh, you've done to leave the world a better place than mm. when you got it? Mm. Interesting one. I think I'm pretty, like, generous. I like to help people out. So I think I've just, like, yeah, I feel pretty good in a common sense. Mm -hmm. I like to make sure people are sorted out. I like to do, like, not even favours for people, because favours implies that you want something, like, back from it. Yeah. Which, I guess, is is uh, one reason to do it. But in terms of, like, getting just, like, good karma back, I like mm -hmm. to just, like, do good things without any sort of, like... Uh, catch. Case in point, you bought me a beer at a show the other day. I did. Day. I yeah. don't know why I did that as yeah, well. I, 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 yeah. like, I was shocked too. <laughs> I just felt like doing it. Like, like sorting yeah. out people with like spots and that. Just like... Oh, um, yeah. I, I love doing that, man. When, when I have spots to give away and like I can give them to people that deserve es it. Especially... Not even... Like, not even uh, that. Not even the, if they necessarily deserve it. But like just messaging people who you don't really know that well and just be like... Well, um, I, I, what I mean by people that deserve it is that the people that I see that are improving mm -hmm. and are continually working on it, like, mm -hmm. those are the people that I'll give spots to. Like, pe yeah. people that are generally nice and I can see that they're working on their craft and, mm -hmm. and they're, like, I've noticed improvement or I really respect them and yeah. think they're great, yeah. right? Like, those are the two types of people even, that I'll... I'll it's I'll, not even, like that calculate for me like I, I I asked just people I don't really like spoken to that much mm -hmm. but I just thought this is the right person to do this sort of room so I was like there's like a few I also just to, to like go for people that I enjoy working with yeah like like if you're a good hang yeah I'll get you a spot <laughs> like <laughs> because like we have to sit there for like we, what are we doing yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah. on stage we're exactly. gonna be there for over an hour at least yeah like you, you know uh I'd rather have that be a positive hour, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, There's some people that make that hour a little bit torturous. So yeah. I, to I just like, like the idea of uh, just just helping people out with, with stuff without any real, like, um, yeah, I just like to do that. It feels good to do that. And people are like, oh, like, why are you asking that? Maybe it's like a thing of like, Trying to fuck with them on some level, yeah. Or just like, or like, or like defy. There's another layer that they're not aware of. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like, a, oh, are you like running this show or something? Like, no, I just thought you'd be good. I was asked to find someone for it. I'm not even gonna be at the show. Uh. <laughs> like, I just think you'd be good for it. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Because it, it, it's like, it's, it's not. It's the biggest compliment though when someone like books you on their show, like, mm -hmm. and you didn't ask. Like when That's they approach you, feeling. when they approach you and they're like, "Hey, I want you to have, want to have you yeah. on this show." It's like that's the biggest compliment because it just mm -hmm. means like, "Oh, they actually they find me funny, yeah, and they must enjoy my company in at least in some sense, yeah, yeah." Because yeah. like they didn't have to ask me, exactly. Right? There's a lot of people yeah. that are doing this. Like it's a relatively small community where mm -hmm. there's like a few hundred of us, I guess yeah. total. But like there's, but it's a uh, that that thing of being yeah. asked as well. Uh, unsolicited so yeah I was I was thinking like who would appreciate being asked who might not necessarily be asked because there's a whole social aspect to it that there's a lot of gatekeepers right somewhat yeah but like you know it's pretty political too like just you, to be yeah let's not get into that but like, <laughs> but like just to be asked by so I'm like yeah this would be this would be good for them to, or if someone had like you know like a like a 
bad set that I enjoyed, or maybe they just like said something that was a bit like tense the room up. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I sent that guy a message saying, "Hey, dude, I found it funny." Yeah. Like I know that everyone else like cancelled you, but. I think, and I was thinking, like, you know, I think this person needs that message. I think this would be appreciated yeah. by that. Like, I don't really, like, necessarily hang out with them, you know, but it's like... I've been on a kick recently uh, in that same vein of just uh, wanting to be, uh, like, uh, overflowing with my compliments. Mm. Um, so, for example, like if if I if I do do a show or I I, I see someone on stage that and I found something of theirs funny, mm. I will tell them. Mm. Like I will go out of my way nice. to communicate that. Yeah. Right. And um, in that same vein, if I see someone and I don't enjoy what they're doing, mm. I won't even talk to them about it. <laughs> right, like, like I, I won't, I, I don't even You're bother. Empty I, I, I don't even bother. Like, 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 because I know whatever I'm gonna. If I go into that situation, mm. something negative will come across. Right, so like I'm like avoid that. Like I'm just trying to keep my That's my sensible. my net uh, output as positive as a, possible. I have a very, uh, I have like a code about if someone who I don't like personally or they don't like me personally but they're funny, I will 100% like give them the funniness. I will just be like, doesn't matter. Like I will, I will take myself completely out of the equation. Uh-huh. If you're you funny, can't deny dude, the laughs, right? If you're funny, then you're funny. Like if I like what you, what you do on stage, it doesn't matter if like we like bitch about each other. I will, I'll respect that. Yeah. Like, I'd like to do a show where I book all people that hate me, but that I find funny. Like that I respect. Because <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> Lewis Mold Suicide Squad. I've got to be. I've got to be fair. Like, I've, like I've got to make. They're sure villains, that, but they get the job done. Yeah, that would be funny. That's a but great. I, that's good branding. I appreciate like like um, I like to do that. I like to just like be be completely like neutral uh-huh. and just objective. Yeah, like, you're funny. You're funny. Doesn't matter. Like if you if you if you fucking hate me, and there's a show, and I think this person would be good on the show. Hundred percent, get them on that one. Hundred percent, I would, I would like sort them out with that. If they're right for the room and they're right for this thing, mm-hmm. like comedy above everything else, like right. that's what I like to do. Yeah, we should, uh, we should get a t-shirt made for that. <laughs> if you're funny, you're funny. No, it, credit like, where like, credits do. You yeah, know, I yeah. like to make sure that, that it's like you, I like that. You get I your like just. That. I was just thinking, you're like it could be style. like it could look like a division sign, so like comedy over like line, everything comedy yeah. over everything, and then like on the game back the like game. and the, yeah like and then like all of these other phrases mm-hmm. just printed on the back. Because like, it's it's too easy to it's too easy to give in to personal dislike or mm-hmm. whatever. Because to be honest, like when I when I was like first like met you you i mean i guess you still are very like confident and overly assured and Mm. maybe not all the time i like can like vibe with people like that (laughs) but like but i will always but i was always like no this guy is good it doesn't matter that he has this like kind of i don't say pompous hair but like yeah there's definitely that arrogance yeah yeah yeah, there's arrogance but like i i still respect like arrogance in a way like like i still like respect even meanness as well if someone's like got this nasty streak to them Uh very easy to be like oh i don't want to like 
mess with that. But I'm like, no, I. I well, I respect that. whenever anyone is uh, committed to whatever they're doing. Yeah. Right. Like, like if you're if you're gonna be like if you're like a like a an antagonistic person, like mm. be that all of the time. Like, 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 I, I respect that. Like when it was like, or when you, when you're on, when I can't predict what you're going to be towards me, mm. I don't like that. Like, right. like, like when I, I, I like to be is like, okay, that's, that's what you, that's the way you're, you are. It's like, yeah. okay, I know now I know how to deal with you. Right. Yeah. Whereas like, if you're like, if every time I interact with you, I don't know what to expect from you. It's like. I don't, I, I don't like this gambling. Like, yeah. it's like a little bit uh, too, too much for me. There's, there's something as well about people who are like idiots personally, but when you, when you, because when you put someone on stage, they no longer are that person. They become a comedy figure. They're, yes. a, they're a comedy character in that moment. Yes, even if they're playing their self, themselves, it's, them, yeah. it's themselves on stage. Yeah. So that's like another reason why I don't think you should have any personal dislike towards people. You've got to think about them as an act. Because when you get them on stage, the audience doesn't know what they're like. The audience mm-hmm. sees a person on the stage that is like, and especially if they're not self-aware as well, but they are still funny. Like, yeah. like, like I love those characters who are just like, um, like weird and just like can't really interact to like get spots even. Just yeah. because they're just so far out there, but I still like appreciate them and what they're doing. Yeah. And I think, I don't think there's enough of that kind of thing. Like I was, so surprised to see there weren't many that like there weren't many sort of like real oddballs who do spots and do shows like real just like crazy people yeah. I don't see that enough I think the closest we have is Jared Mitchell yeah but even then like, and I've had him on here and he's just he's a he's like a but he's, he's got but an he's edge personal. but he's a regular guy. I mean it's like real fucking freaks like like and you just don't like see that as much as you expect from comedy you don't see that many like real um, you know crazy eccentric people yeah no people aren't as um, aren't as like interesting as a and that, that sounds a bit mean there's not those sorts of like real out there figures as much as I thought it would be. No, people no. Um, like there's no one. Like even as you're saying it, like I couldn't be on Jared. Like I couldn't say it's like oh, this person's extremely different on stage. Like everyone's sort of doing the same. But he's not like a like a. He's not. He's not insane. No. No. I just mean like 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 homeless. You know. Yeah. Like just real yeah. off the wall. People, yeah, you don't see it as much as you'd thought, but I guess no. it makes sense. You have to be somewhat like um, grounded and live like. Well, it's especially the it's the area too. It's like like you're not going to be doing stand up in Toronto if you're homeless because yeah, like true. there's yeah. winters. Like yeah, yeah it's a yeah, commitment yeah. to be homeless in Toronto. Absolutely. Like like the, if you're gonna be like homeless is my thing, it's like I'd recommend moving cities. Yeah. Like go south. <laughs> more homeless comics yeah that's what that's what my point is yeah more homeless I don't know maybe people. go to San Francisco or Portland mm. Portland's too rainy and British like it's too you know they have an app to track human shit in Portland well they have an app where you can like you can you can report oh. and identify where there are piles of human shit 
I believe it's in Portland. <laughs> yeah. Because they have so many homeless, and there's such a human shit problem. Portland's pretty cool, actually. Portland's, Portland's fine. I just, I just thought it was A lot very, of microbreweries, I hear. Yeah, more, more strip clubs than anywhere else. Oh, I think mm. it's in, I think it's in Eugene, just outside, which has more either strip clubs or breweries. But I just find it very... On a very per like, capita ba- basis? Yeah. I find it's just too similar to, to Britain, because I, w- I went from, like, California, uh, Humboldt County, which was, like glorious sun and like you know so much weed and yeah. like hiking and then we went up to portland and that was the last leg of the trip and it was just like rainy and drizzly nothing to do except like eat and drink beer which did actually settle me to go back to the uk because it was like a nice like little segue <laughs> if i went from california straight yeah. back it would have been too much of a it's like down. a nicotine patch of travel yeah basically it's like, ah, let's get let's get back here <laughs> yeah i liked it it was all right, but very, very British, I found. Wow. Well, you have respectable karma. Let's come to our, our final question, my favorite question. It's, uh, I want you to tell me about your best day. Ooh. Bringing this full circle from worst day to best day. And what I mean by best day is, you know, you have a favorite movie mm. that you love to rewatch. You can never get tired of it because every time you rewatch it, you catch new details and you can just appreciate the story even more. Yeah. Um, I want you to tell me about a day in your life that you'd love to be able to wake up tomorrow and relive. Can't change anything, can't do anything differently, mm. but you just get to experience it all over again. Mm. Tell me about that day. I'm trying to decide between having a chill day, taking acid with friends, <laughs> or like having sex. Because <laughs> like, if it's in the context of the day... I'll take the friend one. Yeah. I'll take the friend one, yeah. yeah. Um, me and my, like, friends had, like, a... Because uh, we went down to London for this festival, this music festival, which was cancelled. Oh. The lineup was insane, and it was, like, nobody with that good taste. It was called Jabberwocky, the festival. It was one of oh. the All Tomorrow's Parties. What um, was the the dance group affiliated with this? All Tomorrow's Party is the, the, the event... Jabberwocky, yeah. though. That's the name of a dance group. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was just the name of the... Oh, it wasn't affiliated show. with them at all? No, but it was like an insane... Do you know the Jabberwockies? No. It's like, the, it's like a it's a dance crew. Like I a bunch of dudes. And they, and, they wear, <laughs> and they wear these masks. The, nah. It's actually quite it's, beautiful when you see It was just a there. name for, yeah. the, for the thing. But, like, it was... Uh, oh, I forget. It was, like, like Deaf Heaven. Um, clipping... There was a load of like acts which were which weren't really on like um, it was a good fucking lineup, but they cancelled it like three days before because nobody with that good music taste has any business sense. So all the acts were like just like did like a few like fallout shows. Um, so it went down anyway just because I had like the time booked off work. Right. Um, I think we took acid during the day. Went by like a countryside bit by the canal had a chill day just like throwing a hacky sack around and then we took the train into like london to go see this show and uh got a burrito london burritos tell me more <laughs> no it was one of those like food truck things oh, okay like, it was pretty sick i would i gotta say when i went to london i was most disappointed by the food mm. like a hundred percent like yeah, this was I, good. I i i went 
to like we were at the the hotel or whatever yeah and and my we went to the concierge and we were like where do we get the best fish and chips yeah right we went there incredible fish and chips mm-hmm. but the thing that 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 bothered me about it is like the fish and chips were, were incredible right mm-hmm. those two things were incredible but then they asked like what do you want on the side peas or mushy peas mushy peas I got the mushy peas. Curry sauce, um, actually. They have this, like, really fake... But that's the the only the only thing they had as a vegetable. Like, I, I scoured yeah, the entire... Yeah, show. Like, I scoured the entire menu. Like, there's... You get no, pineapple fritter. I don't even know what that is. It's a fried piece of pineapple. Oh. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Let me go back to my day, actually, because this... Okay, go ahead. It came after my worst day. Ah. So after the breakup thing, it was like... The next month or whatever. Really is full circle. Chill day with like two good friends. And it's cool as well when you have two friends who haven't met each other. Ooh, and then you, you join them together and, it, and it's like Symbiotic? They get along? Yeah. Like oh we, god, that's always... You, took, you, it's always a risk that one yeah. of them gets jealous. Or like you get great, jealous. Great. No, it was, it, was, it was a perfect... Have you ever had that thing where you bring... bring <laughs> When you bring two friends together and they start getting along no, really well? No. no. I've not really got that. I haven't had that either. No. I just wanted to see I don't get jealous about friends, yeah. but um Yeah, it was it was uh it was it was a chill day, like it was just life affirming, threw like a hacky sack around, took a train. You mentioned the days. hacky sack twice. Um what I do you mean by through hacky yeah. sack around? Like do you guys literally just hold a hacky sack and, and throw it like you're throwing like a tennis ball back and forth? Or I guess is it, the, or is there like a kicking involved or are you like do you, are you patting it? The moment was it was my like my friend was sitting down on the bench and I was like stood up, it was just like a nice like field thing. And it was in Tottenham but it was like so it was in North London, but you take a um you go on the canal path. And suddenly you're in countryside. There's loads of like green areas. So like you're in Tottenham Hale and it's all like hectic. Yeah. You walk up like ten minutes and you're suddenly in like countryside. Right. And he was sit like sat down. This is why it was funny because he he resembled like a deadbeat dad. And like his cap on, just sitting down and throwing the hacky sack to me, and I was just like throwing it back to him. And we were joking that he was like a like a divorced dad. On the weekend, yeah. <laughs> so it was such like a funny thing, and my other friend was just, just like, coming off a bender. My other like, friend was yeah. just yeah, he was all like, like he's like he just it's like ah, oh, I gotta get the gotta get get the kid, take him, him to the park, and just <laughs> yeah. sit on the bench, and and it was such like a sweet moment. My, my, my other friend was just um, like just chilling, just like enjoying the vibes a bit, and it was such a nice moment that yeah, it's worth mentioning twice with a hacky sack. Yeah, love um, it. Yeah, it was a it was a great day. Just a beautiful all round day. Like, well, that's in keeping with um, almost every single response I've been uh, I've been getting on this podcast of what a best day is. It's always something uh, that centers around connection mm. with other people. Yeah, like the setting of it might change, but it's always really about. It's like I was in this place at this time. Not really expecting it to go this way, mm. but I really enjoyed it because of the people I was with and, yeah. the, and the relationships and the experiences we were able to build together. That was the thing, because right? it, it wasn't a planned day as well, because we went for this festival and the festival was cancelled. We did go and see, um, I think it was Deaf Heaven and Chelsea Wolf, uh, which was fucking great. We made like hash edibles. It was 
it was a great show, <laughs> like real, just fucking yeah. like, in, intense and. Uh, do you know Death Heaven? Like a, no, not at all. It's like black metal shoegaze, very like textured. See, I, I play music, like like I, I play piano, I, I play the trumpet. Um, however, I am not over like a huge like over the top fan of any particular artist and or genre of music, mm. like. Uh, I'd say if I had to pick my favorite genre of music, it would be movie soundtracks. That's probably my favorite genre because I, I I love that like the way they're able to communicate emotion without lyrics, right? right? Um, and that's what like movie soundtracks really have a core of. Mm. So, what's your favorite music soundtrack? Movie soundtrack. Um, ooh, I guess. Uh, hmm, it's either gonna be uh, it's something from Hans Zimmer. It's either going to be, uh, like, the in- Inception one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like Time. I really like that, like, yeah. that specific song. Um, I like I like his, uh, his score for True Romance. I like that one. I also like uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah. I really like that one, because that one's got a lot of different range. And I, I really like what he does with the, uh, with the French horns. Yeah. In the beginning of the, of the, uh, the, the... The Dark Knight, because he even like when he was writing it, he he uh, he also wrote into the music where he needed to record it. Mm. So he he was like it had to be recorded in a theater, because uh, during that I don't know if you remember like the 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 like the score for The Dark Knight, but it goes like bum it does that with, with right. French horns, right? Okay. And so how he needed to record that was he had like the orchestra like in the or in the orchestra pit or on the stage, mm. but the French horns were in the balconies, right? In the theater, like like the, the and so they were playing like four on this side, four on that yeah. side. So then they were they they he wanted them to be intentionally a little bit dissonant and play against each other so mm. that the echo. The sounds like sounds a little oh, bit chaotic, yeah. but it comes together. And then, like when they finally like intentionally come together on the on that that like chorusy note where they yeah. hit that that really nice high uh, E flat or whatever it is, yeah. and 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 it, it it really resolves the whole piece. Interesting. It's it it gives you such a pure feeling of yeah. like uh, of like I don't know joy or uh, completion. Yeah. Almost. Cool. See, he's the only person I've I've spent like real real money to see live. <laughs> oh like, shit! I spent I spent like I think it was like two hundred fifty bucks a ticket. Uh, I bought tickets for me me and my 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 ex at the time, and we sat front row center when he was playing nice. at at the uh, the ACC, and it was an incredible concert because he played like all of these pieces from throughout his uh, his like catalog, and he, he Jurassic Park as well. No, that was uh, I think that's John Williams. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. I like. Um, he, he did all of these, all of these, these pieces, and he had this cellist playing an electric cello. Mm. This this Asian chick playing on an electric cello, and I don't know if you ever seen an electric cello. It's insane yeah. because it's literally just a, seen a, a piece all the way down, yeah. like like, and then a bar coming across. So it looks like the silhouette of a cello. Sounds, but there's no, but, the, but there's no, but there's no like wooden piece. There's no like center part. Right, so it's right, just right. the strings coming down. So it looks like really minimalist and futuristic. Cool. And she was wailing the fuck out of this yeah. cello. She was playing with her entire body, sweating, yeah. wearing like this sheer dress. Like she was magnetic on stage. Nice. It was insane. I think my favorite soundtrack is 
I like the Clockwork Orange one with Wendy Carlos. Mm. You know, with, with the synths and that. Uh, and I like the The Shining, the Stanley Kubrick film soundtrack. Because that has a similar kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a little bit influenced maybe the the, the Dark Knight yeah. thing. That kind of like... The warm. I, I love... I love all of it. And, like, one song that I really love, uh, that, 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 uh... I'm that, checking that, the score. I'm still yeah. Listening. It is from, uh, the, one of the final Harry Potter movies. It's actually oh, the, 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 the music that I put on a, on a clip on my Instagram when I'm making pasta. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, I'll remember it. Oh, I will remember Slovakia, uh, are up against Croatia. This is not meant to happen. This is the this is the song. No wonder they lost the final. But what is he making? That's me. That's me making pasta. Oh. Um, but uh, I love you, pasta. The, the music. It, it, I love this song. It's called um, it's called uh, Courtyard Apocalypse, mm. and it's just it's. I love the the strings in it. It it really makes you feel something. Mm. Yeah. So l- all this all this to say, like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of any specific music, but I I. I so I never like go out of my way to listen to new albums or anything. Mm-hmm. But whenever I hear something that I enjoy, like I just enjoy it. Yeah. So I I, I love some death metal. I love some country. I love some pop. I love hip hop. Yeah. Like I love all of these things. I'm a, just a fan of things. I really like it when an album clicks for you. You know, like you first listen to an album and you don't really like connect with it yeah but after a few listens like it takes three listens to really get into an album mm-hmm. but that's always a great feeling when i first went back and listened to like all of the red hot chili pepper stuff <laughs> that 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 did it for me yeah yeah because like i i'd always heard like like you know give it away or whatever like like mm. in, intermittently but when i actually went and listened through like their entire catalog because i was bored at work <laughs> I, and I what like I just spent like a week listening to all of the that Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like my nightmare. I it was hate great to do that. It was great. My friend would always put on Red Hot Chili Peppers when we were smoking weed, and I just hated it. Mm. It was like being a bad I'm just like, oh, can we just like? It's a different vibe. Like you, like it's not a smoking like, weed vibe. No, it no, no. Terrible. It, it's like, a little bit more active. It's yeah. it's like it, it's a good workout music. It's a good workout music. I saw uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers live, and. Like, they didn't... It was just too much jamming. Mm. Like, Anthony Kiedis left, it was just fleeing the bass, just going off for, like... It was 40 minutes of jamming. It was too much. Like, before the band went on, you know how they play music on the speakers? Uh-huh. Uh, they played that Tenacious D song. You know, that's such a shame best... that they do that now. Like, is that it... they play music on the speakers. Cause, no, 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 but this is the thing. Be- it was... Before, like, they, they would always have, like, an opening band. Like, like someone local. No, no, no like, sorry, sorry. This was, this was at a music festival. Oh, okay. So there was, like, bands before, but oh, okay. like, between the acts. Ah, while well, they were changing. Okay. Yeah, the whole crowd uh, sang the Tenacious D song, the, the, the best song in the world. And he said... Oh, yeah. Play the best. And it was the yeah. whole crowd, like, singing and yeah. doing all the parts for it. And that part was way better than Red Hot Chili Peppers, honestly. Like, That's so <laughs> Or funny. I'll eat your soul, soul, do, 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 little. It was, it was a great moment. Well, let's go uh, listen to a movie soundtrack. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, well, I really appreciate you doing this. This was a lot of fun. You're, you're great at conversation, and Thank your you. stories are magnetic. This so, has been great. Yeah. I've had a great time in your Quite enjoyed it. adolescent... Uh, you know, you want to know something hilarious? This is my mother's childhood bedroom. Oh, 
Yeah. Cut the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're at.